Welcome to Beyond the Field, a property and finance series powered by Money Empire. The content you are about to hear is designed to educate and inspire you to tick off your property and finance goals. And when we say beyond the field, we mean your field, whatever that may be. Money Empire is an experienced financial advisory firm with over 10 years experience. We deal in this world day in, day out and want to give you, the loyal listener, exclusive access to behind the scenes of the property and finance industry. We've helped thousands of clients with their financial journeys, everything from first home buyers right through to managing clients with extensive property portfolios from New Zealand and abroad. Each week, BTF includes special guest episodes. We chat with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, sports stars, and the stories of everyday people. Now it is your turn to take back control of your future. So kick back and absorb. Wallstrom, I'm here with Issa Nasiwa and Goran Lonka. And today we're going to give an update on the current state of the property market. So, Goran, I'll pass over to you first. What is your thoughts on what's going on? Like a lot of people out there in terms of real estate agents and advisors, I'm not going to say the market is hot because I hate using that term, but it is really active at the moment. Um, people are taking advantage of, obviously, um, borrowing money at cheap rates at the moment. And yep. there's also probably a little bit of people who have had some experience in the past in investing that are sort of holding off to see what's going to happen in the third and fourth quarter of the year. Okay. So generally speaking, we're middle of winter, we're 60 days from an election. Generally, historical terms, property market slows down with these two factors. 100%. But people we, get really wary especially around winter the property market we know historically drops off in terms of sales and listings and especially when there's a election going on yeah. like we witnessed what was it three three years ago yeah it was it took a bit of a slump but we've seen very much the opposite a lot of transactions going um of the follow-on from covid lockdown and we haven't seen it quieten down in space the commercial property side has definitely changed but residential has not. I'll just jump in here before I get to Issa. And what I will say is that the economists initially predicted a very much of a U-shape recovery of the economy, which if you're looking at U, we're having a long bottom under and then coming back up at the other end. Now they're predicting a very V-shaped uh, recovery, which is a very hard dip and then a fast recover upwards. What would you say to that, Issa? Yeah, I think from what we can see, it is far more V-shaped. And I think COVID was a shock to all. And I think that's what uh, took a while to sort of overcome. But then I think generally, as a lot of pe- as we came out of lockdown in New Zealand, a lot of people that probably thought they were worse off than they actually ended up being. And hence, they came out of lockdown and a lot of things kicked back into gear quite quickly in many industries. Um, And I think this is what's given a lot of people the confidence Mm. to make the use, make use of low interest rates and get their finances sorted and jump at opportunities. And I think that's what has sort of sped up the property market um, in areas that we see Mm. day to day, week to week over the last uh, two months. And... You know, the government does want some big transactions and mm. this is where property comes in. And, you know, the smart people who were prepared and had everything ready prior to COVID hitting have come out of this um, 
in a good position to actually make some moves. And I think that's what a lot of the proactive people um, saw an opportunity. I think there's um, been a couple of issues that have masked everything or really sugarcoated it nicely. Historically low interest rates. We've seen 10 basis points cut off. We've got a fixed rate now of 2.55%, super low. We had the wage subsidy extended through to September, which eases the pain of unemployment. So we're not going to know the true unemployment stat probably till March next year when a lot of these big firms have gone through the full restructures. Um, but the stats uh, are pretty impressive around, um, I suppose, house prices across New Zealand uh, sort of 9 point, or 9% up um, from this time last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and medium house prices are up too. What would you say to that guy? I'm going to just add on a little bit on what Issa said, and I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, um, the lockdown was a shock, but for me, the actual shock is how much actual activity is mm. out there for people who do have stable jobs and who do have equity in their property. A couple of influences that are still keeping that going is obviously what you mentioned on low interest rates, the loosening of the LVR rules for investment properties. But people took the time that they had off in terms of the lockdown to really analyze and think to themselves, what do we do here? Could this be a prime opportunity mm. or do we sit back and wait? A lot of people, and I'm speaking on my experience as an advisor from the volume and clients that are coming through, is people are starting to take advantage of the situation, which is fantastic to see. Hamilton, when was the last time we saw a property in Hamilton for, for, for a client that, um, you know, on a listing that lasted for more than three weeks? You know, it's just yeah. gone gangbusters. In Auckland as well, I've got clients who are looking all over Auckland that are just missing out left, right and centre. So to answer your question, I don't agree with what a lot of economists are, have been predicting. Yes, About that crash. Correct, mm. you know, and what we what is a crash though? What's well, a correction? We, exactly, 5%. Yeah, 5 10%, so right. If you've made... 20% in the last three or four, five years, and it dips by 5%, you're still up by 15%. But like we always say, if you've got a long-term goal to buy a house and hold on to it, why should you be taking any of this negative media mm. into... And I'll jump in there. I think you know the media plays such a huge part in the mood of the nation. And you know bad news sells, unfortunately, and for a lot... Uh, for a good few weeks there, there was a lot of bad press. And yet every other day we see bad press. But it's about you know giving good advice and people being prepared to go and be prepared to pull trigger if they can is something we encourage. I would say probably the big winners and movers in the market have been first home buyers. Absolutely. Um, being able to enter in with, I suppose, really cheap money. Um, maybe credit being slightly adjusted to more being more favourable. Yep. Um, and we've had loan-to-value ratios with a couple of the big banks go up to 80% for investments as well, which has uh, been a, a big um, a big push for, uh, I suppose, people getting in around investing. Correct. So I suppose in summary, guys, um, very hard to know the future of the property market, but at the moment, uh, and with what we're seeing moving forward and probably uh, predicting around interest rates and loan-to-value ratios, not a bad time. Fantastic, a fantastic time. But can I just add, and sort of in the next two months, just look out for some figures that will be released either by REINZ and CoreLogic um, from the time that it took from lockdown to finish up until in about two months' time because they'll have a good little graph and statistic on terms of listings and, and sale prices, which will be proof in the pudding. If you're an investor looking to get in or you're a first home buyer looking to buy or upgrade your home, what's one piece of advice you'd be giving them? Because, again, you're going to get asked... We get asked all the time, hey, is it a good time to buy into the market? What's a good What's a good thing to do? What's one piece of advice you'd give them in current climate and moving forward? 
get ready engage get a pre-approval sorted um get your maximum purchase price and then work backwards like we always say you don't have to buy for that price but at least you've got a point that you can go up to and then just um work your way back and not worry too much around the, what the market is doing it's absolutely stable employment and you know what your outgoings are be ready to buy correct correct awesome guys uh, another great podcast another great education thank you we hope you enjoyed today's episode for more information on this episode and hundreds more you can visit us at beyond the field podcast on all social platforms don't forget to hit that subscribe button now it's your turn to take control and build your empire beyond your field